Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast that rocks, the monthly podcast that talks about music discussion in festivals, upcoming music, tours, bands, and everything else that our scatterbrained minds can think of because we're way too uninterested and unfocused on everything else in the world going on that we can't focus on one specific thing. With me are two friends of mine that I've known for a few years now that are special guests. John from ARTV and Hannah from Infinity on Hannah, both YouTubers as well, very respected and have very successful channels on their ends. John, would you like to give it a quick intro first on your channel and who you are? Hey, Luke. Thanks for having us on today. I'm John from ARTV. I feel like that's how I introduce all of my videos, so I might that's as fine. well just, introduce Just my treat it like your own intro. That's totally fine. This is a podcast performance piece. Okay. <laughs> I talk about music on my channels, ARTV and Beyond ARTV, everything from rants to reviews to music discussions. It's a lot of fun, and I post several videos every week. Uh, and I'm Hannah, and I do also music-related content, list videos, top tens, uh, occasionally a review here or there. Um, but yeah, just whatever I basically want to do. <laughs> awesome. Okay, see, that's exactly what I wanted to hear, like a good well-described version of your channels that's not super crazy or intense and you're not like just boasting stuff well done for both of you <laughs> well i'm actually sitting at about uh right now no yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> See, so, that's, it, it's interesting that you bring that up because it's like it's to me it's numbers on a screen you know and exactly. I, I think we all get caught up in that and, you know, sometimes I think my number's too small and other times I feel like it's big. And the reality is, is that I've been at it for nearly a decade now. And, you know, the number might seem high to some or it might seem low to others, but we're at where we're at. Yeah, that's yeah. That's how I feel when I step on the scale. Sometimes <laughs> we're at where we're at, high, but sometimes it's too low. So, you know what? I'm at what I'm at. Yeah. I don't care if I'm eating Doritos while on the scale. Who cares if this is my ninth cheat day in a row? <laughs> it's my cheat month. <laughs> cheat year. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay, 2019 is my cheat year. I'm going to hit it strong in 2020. I <laughs> So I know um, the music world always has stuff coming up. There's so many things coming on festival-wise, album-wise, band-wise. There's always something going through throughout the year, especially for rock, metal, alternative. One interesting thing that came out um, this week was a new song from Ronnie Radke, and you're very aware of that. So I am. I didn't uh, realize we would lead in with this, but yeah. I can't help it. I just want to get the I want to get the hard stuff out of the way before we get to like the peaceful, fun stuff, you know, because some things need to be addressed politely in a delicate manner. Oh God, it's funny because you guys watching this, it's not going to be like right after it happened, but uh, Luke and I and Hannah hopped on a call literally about. 15 minutes after this all started going down. So who knows yeah, what's going on? Speak. Who knows what's going on right now? But uh, I put out a review of the new Falling in Reverse song. It was kind of like a review roast. The song is called Drugs. It's Falling in Reverse featuring Corey Taylor. And it's a clusterfuck of a lot of different things. I didn't personally like it at all. And I, I hadn't covered the last two one-off singles that they'd released, but this one was just so out there that I just, I waited a couple of days and I was like, you know what, I, I want to talk about this. It's too irresistible. I know it's low hanging fruit, but I want to talk about this. And <laughs> I even said in my video, I was like, I know that, like how long until Ronnie sees this? And it took you about- predicted it. It took about three hours. You could have had a stopwatch at that point. I could have, noticed. have. Sitting there looking at the clock saying, all right, Ronnie's gonna chime in right about now. And yeah. And, yeah. And by the way, did you, you didn't like tag him personally or anything, did you? No, I didn't tag his personal account or anything like that, but everything posted, <laughs> everything posted was from uh, his personal account. And yes. uh, it dates, this dates back uh, to, 2013, I reviewed uh, the lead single alone from Fashionably Late. There, I guess that was Falling in Reverse's second album. I trashed it, and Ronnie. I mean, at that time, 2013, I don't even know how small my channel was. It was probably it couldn't have been over 5,000 subscribers, yeah. okay. and so not that relevant. And it was on my second <laughs> channel at the time, so the channel was probably even. And smaller he gave than, that attention to you right off the bat, right off the early bat. on. And it's just been one of those things where he's pretty much kept up with everything I've done. I even kind of tested the waters uh, about a year ago, I guess it was. I put out a tweet about uh, just not at all liking the new Falling in Reverse song, but I didn't, I intentionally did not tag 
any accounts. I just right. wrote the phrase yeah. falling in reverse. And within a week, Ronnie found it. <laughs> and called you out, right? And called me out. <laughs> and now it's down to three hours? Yeah. <laughs> so what's going to gonna happen when this album comes out? Like, he's going to have you on 30 seconds. Well, now you have to review <laughs> <laughs> Now I have to. Yeah, I don't know, man. That might be, like, a mandatory thing at this point because he's yeah. he's obvious he wants your opinion. Like, he probably has your face on a dartboard in a store box. I know. <laughs> like, while he's crafting these songs. But instead of, <laughs> instead of what would Corey, Corey Taylor think, what would John from ARTV think? <laughs> what does he think? <laughs> I think he's a stupid head. Yeah, stupid head. That's a good song title. <laughs> this is what uh, the tweet. This is what the tweet said. Yes, before please. Ronnie, pull, this before all Ronnie. happened as of April tenth, twenty nineteen. For people listening on the backlog, so yes. if these tweets still exist, go yeah. for it at Ronnie Radke. So please go ahead, John, and read what was directed to you <sighs> at ARTV Reviews. You're literally the biggest punk bitch on the internet. I pour my heart and soul into everything I do, and you turn around and shit on it. I'm punching you in the mouth when I see you. Not a threat, a promise. <sighs> Sincerely so yours, Ronnie Radke. <laughs> P.S. BFF? Question mark? Are you shaking yet, Yeah, I, I, I am I bunker down. I know. He I, might come to our house. And I, there's also a few more. He also retweeted. Um, he retweeted someone else, a fan of his, going 100% going to get punched in his mouth. <laughs> and following up, about to enlighten this mofo. Um, God, uh, is uh, it enlightening? This is what bothers not bo I shouldn't say it bothers me. It confuses me. All I've heard is that Roddy Radke has been trying to turn over a new leaf over the past couple years. Right? Yeah. Clean his act up, staying out of, like, no more mug shots, touring, right. focusing more on the music and the fans. What, what the heck happened? You know, there's a lot that it, there's just has to be a lot going on the, behind the scenes. I mean, Falling in Reverse canceled that tour with literally no like real reasoning last fall. The roast of Ronnie Radke. The roast of Ronnie Radke. Oh boy. Yeah. And I, I feel like his ego maybe could only take that for a few nights before he was like, you know, I don't like people making fun of literally. me on stage. <laughs> Why am I selling tickets to this? <laughs> and then he just pulled out of the tour about yeah. three or four dates in. And that was like a 20 stop tour too. So it wasn't like this oh, yeah. like little limited engagement. And I remember, cause I remember it was coming to St. Louis and they canceled that one. Yep. Yep. So I don't know, but that was last year. Now this year, um, the song drugs comes out and your review of it, you gave an honest review. I don't think you attacked the man personally in this video. I don't no. recall you putting a slight on his honor. No, I mean, I, I think the, the, the harshest I got on Ronnie personally was saying that I think that my exact phrase was, I don't like Ronnie as a person, but I think he's a solid vocalist. So why okay. is he slathering on so much auto-tune? Okay. That's like a legitimate, that's yeah. not saying, oh my gosh, this person deserves to be buried alive. You're just no, like, and you're, it wasn't sitting yeah, here you're into his back catalog saying, you know, he was on charges for this in 2006 and, you know, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. You know? Hey, exactly. The past is the past. And this guy, for the last couple of years, has tried to stay clean and out of trouble, from what I understand. I haven't heard anything that wild about him, but um, apparently, Roddy Rad, he's got that rage trigger now. And it's from John of ARTV, so I, I don't know what to tell you. And so that's just it. That's just what's been going on today. That literally is it. And also the song Drugs, it's available on YouTube. I'm going to link your video to this. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're absolutely welcome. And then I'm going to link the video to Drugs. I've heard the song. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just kind of, I'm just kind of indifferent to it, if that makes sure. sense. Sure. It's just, it's very wild. It's like, it feels like a smorgasbord of genres all blended together. Right. Yeah. And I can understand, you know, I always, especially like on videos where I'm super harsh, I always like to close with saying, you know, I, I understand that, that, you know, other people are going to have different opinions. I always try to leave a pinned comment saying that and reminding people that, you know, it's it's just an opinion, you know, right. and like, I think what a lot of people don't realize with myself and other channels is that these videos, while I do genuinely dislike this song, I mean, obviously there's things that I do for comedic effect and yeah, to right. make the make the video entertaining, if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it's not that, you know, I, I don't have any positive feelings towards anything that Ronnie's ever done. I even touched on, you know, enjoying Just Like You, the album, and The Drug and Me Is You. But, 
you know, I genuinely disliked the song and I made, I, I had a little bit of fun with the video that I made. Yeah. I think a lot it's, of people will see, like, they have the choice to kind of take someone else's opinion and make it worth more than it actually is. Like, you don't have to be that. He put the value on my opinion. Or, yeah, he's making you 100%. look like you're worth even more right. because he's that, there's like, outraged. There's literally a price on my head now. Yeah. <laughs> there is. There's a lot of angry 14-year-olds. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Falling in, Re Falling in Reverse has more than 14-year-old fans. Right. I'm in trouble for that one now. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I've, I've seen... Yeah, I'm some. I am somewhat limited to all the Falling Reverses backlog category. I'm not going to say I hate or love them. I'm not a fan of their live show, but at the same time, that's just my opinion. Like what you like. I'm right. not going to lose sleep over it if you like Falling Reverse. Right. Exactly. I, and they shouldn't lose sleep over you not liking it. Yeah, I think I'll close by saying this. You know, like I don't lose sleep over other people's opinions, so you shouldn't lose sleep over mine. Well said. You know what? That's exactly what it is, too. It's just opinions. We all have b opinions and belly buttons. And that's, yeah, that you know what? Really and it's, it's <laughs> entertainment at the end of the yeah. day, folks. It's it really is. Especially when you put your finger in it. <laughs> Wait, are we talking? Okay, never mind. I embarrassed myself. <laughs> yeah, Excuse wrong, me. Wrong topic. Okay, moving on. So we are about to start the trendiest, most fashionable uh, status-filled festival season ever with Coachella, which starts this weekend. Are yeah. you guys super excited for the red carpet that is Coachella now? Oh, I don't yeah. Know. You know I was there buying those pa those VIP passes the second they went on sale. You know, I'm just <laughs> shelling out $3,000 like it's nothing, you know. Yeah, and that's just for the ticket. You got the flight. You got to figure out food and where you're going to stay. Outfit. Don't forget outfit. Don't forget outfit. Got to spend at least 10 k on an outfit. And also 10K on the like the things you're making, because you're not just buying a store-bought 10K outfit. No, no. <laughs> you're buying 10K, outfit, 10K worth of materials to craft your own leather suspenders and feather boa. I'm really excited about my gold dip shorts, honestly. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't okay. wait to take those out, you know? Do you know, okay, this is a little side trend because I've been studying, I'm doing a video on Coachella, and mm -hmm. festival fashion is a big deal. It's a huge market. Coachella is at the pinnacle of this. This is like the top tier Paris fashion week yeah. for music festivals. That's what this compares to. Yeah. Do you know what the hot women's uh, clothing item is this year? for festivals. Hannah, you might know better than mm, I do. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't think you'll guess if you don't know. Janties. Okay. I don't know Wait, what that what is. Wait, what is that? Jean panties. Ew. Oh. Literally just a pair of jeans cut out to, in the shape oh, of panties we need to Google and that. Look pockets. That I just Googled it. Okay. Uh, images. Oh, boy. Ew. Oh, God. It looks like an <laughs> adult diaper. Jeans. And, and made of jeans. Can you imagine wearing that chafage for three days? Oh. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I feel like, honestly, a lot of the people that, you know, go in outfits, like, have an extra change of clothes, and they just take the Instagram pic, and then... Uh, yeah, then immediately go That's change. what I've heard from some other, like, but where YouTubers. But where do they even fit their phone? I'm looking at the pockets <laughs> on these They're things. like, are they open pockets? Because it's... <laughs> <laughs> There's no room for imagination, let alone your wallet and your keys. You just bring a roll of duct tape and just strap it to, to your, your leg. <laughs> <laughs> Look how fashionable my silver duct tape is with my janties. Oh, oh. God. Luke, I can see you in a pair of those. You know, I don't have the legs for it. I just don't. <laughs> I would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been seeing me? Where's the camera in my bedroom? Dom sent me this photo. <laughs> Dang it, Dom. How does Dom know? What in the world? <laughs> but I just literally, that first article, to really capitalize how big fe festival fashion is, janties and the other fashion trends you'll see this festival season. This is, we, we didn't make this up. This is real. I genuinely, Luke, I had never heard that word until you yeah, brought it to my that's, attention. That's insane. My response is, "You're welcome, John and Hannah. <laughs> you're yeah, welcome." We'll definitely, that. we'll definitely be bringing a pair of our own to Sonic Temple. Uh, <laughs> we'll bring matching ones for all of us. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're <laughs> the look at us YouTubers in matching shanties in the media area. Poor Crash and Mark, they haven't even signed up for this. <laughs> oh, they're they're aware that we got. They're aware if they signed up for it, they know what's going on. Oh God. <laughs> Why do I get the odd feeling that just Mark would just be okay with it? <laughs> uh. <laughs>
Sorry, I kind of muted. Just a second. Okay. My um, Amazon assistant device just started going off for some reason when I said Janties. That's even weird. That's why I cut out like that. That's that's even scarier. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I don't. No, <laughs> ordered a twelve pack of Janties. No, <laughs> but also I your girlfriend's credit card. <laughs> Gretchen, um. <laughs> Oops. to do. <laughs> I assure you, this is not weird. <laughs> uh, but so, with Coachella coming up, festival fashion, you're gonna we're gonna see some weird stuff. For those who don't know, um, the Rock Coliseum, Hannah, my girlfriend Gretchen, who also has a YouTube channel, we're all very fortunate. We're gonna try to get together and go to Sonic Temple together. That's not Coachella, though. No, that's not, not. It's even not close. Sonic oh Temple. God. Yeah, exactly. Sonic Temple really is focused on the music. Like, that's the first priority yeah. to put the bands and it's the stages. As a music festival should be. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that because I think some people really don't get the point. No. no they, Coachella, they really don't. yeah, Coachella, that's no, I make this a point in the video that's coming out this weekend. That's number three on the list, the actual music, at, if, at best. Yeah, the status, the status of Coachella, being there, getting right. the selfies, having the hashtag to prove you were there, being seen wearing what you're wearing at Coachella. Those are the most important things with possibly the 1975 or Childish Cambino maybe playing in the background, maybe. Right, yeah. exactly. And I've glanced at the lineup. Like I did a video on concert lineups or festival mm -hmm. lineups for the year. Coachella has some decent acts playing, but again, it kind of takes a backseat to you know, other people's priorities. I mean, I feel like when I go to a music festival, I'm annoyed by people who are standing around and just like talking loudly around me, especially during like a <laughs> band or an artist that's kind of quieter. Yeah. We, right. went, we went to Boston Calling Music Festival last year and we saw an artist, uh, Julian Baker, and people were literally just standing around like talking close to the front, like close to the front barrier. Like not paying attention. Not paying attention. And she's like an, a, more acoustic, of an acoustic artist. Like just her voice and the guitar. What's the point of like waiting all the way up at the front if we're going to do that? Right. And so it So totally... imagine at Coachella, like most of the people Ugh. there are probably just standing around like, you know, getting pictures. Talking. To get their selfies with yeah. Ariana Grande on the stage at <laughs> yeah. front. Exactly. And that's it. As soon as I get the selfie with the good lighting, all right, I guess I'll just walk around and strut off my sequins yeah. onesie or back to <laughs> back to my VIP cabana. Yes, exactly. Again, it's just status. That's it. And the Coachella lineup, I have it on here. I'm going to read off some names. It reeks of this past year. They looked at the biggest names that were trending in music. Regardless. Yeah. This is a multi-genre festival and they go, okay, this was number one. This was number two. This was number three. Get these people. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty what, much exactly what they do. Um, okay, sir, you want uh, Weezer? O okay, do they have something coming out? I don't care. They were trending. Put it on there. Okay. Uh, was trending. Exactly, yeah. and it was. And you look at the list, too. There are some crazy big names. There are, but there are also bands that literally no one at Coachella has ever, ever heard of, ever. Right. Oh, yeah. And they'll be there in the crowd for that. <laughs> Yep. For the dope light show. <laughs> <laughs> Handing off the knights, the glow sticks in the middle of broad daylight and trying to wave them around. <laughs> the irony of the sun. Oh, yeah. Down. You can't see a thing with the glow stick, but they're there anyways. Oh, isn't this so much fun? What are you doing? You're wasting those. Those were $7. I already, yeah, paid, I already paid 19 for this bottle of water you threw half <laughs> of away. The only time I ever had a good time with glow sticks at a concert with, was Skrillex at Bonnaroo in 2012. Now, that okay. was a fun time, and it was after midnight, too, and they lit that place up. a little up. bit more fitting. Yeah. That's literally the exact reason why you would want that at the appropriate artist and genre. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they literally not lit the place up, not just the glow sticks. Somebody actually set a tree on fire, which was really kind of scary, but, you know. Everyone Man, was that's, going crazy to Skrillex. That's more Woodstock 99 behavior than it is actual Bonnaroo. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of, though, Woodstock, what did you guys think of the Woodstock 2019 lineup? Because in my opinion, and I'll say this right now, it feels like they're trying to capitalize on the Coachella um, yes. formula. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Woodstock's already a brand, like Coachella is a brand. Exactly. So why does Woodstock have to try to curate a music festival when they can just get all the attention they need and make it at the... Coachella of the East instead of really right. celebrating Woodstock. 
So what did you think of the 2019 lineup for Woodstock? Uh, I think we were both disappointed. Not that we had, like ever intended to go or anything, but just in yeah. general, I think um, some of the people they threw in there, I think is a little bit of a stretch for like what the whole Woodstock scene is about. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, and some of the rappers, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it could be, I mean, I guess it is a little bit like more diverse, um, which I do respect, but I just, I wouldn't really be that interested. My in thing most- is, my thing is why have, Co- or have, I almost called it Coachella. <laughs> why have Woodstock come back if you're not going to offer a different festival experience than what we can already That's get true. at every it's other just with the Woodstock name on it. I mean, you, know? you look exactly. at 90% of the lineups of music festivals right now, the big ones, not like the genre-specific ones, but the big ones. Uh, you see the same artists. I mean, you're going to see no hate to like Mac DeMarco, Casey Musgraves or anything, right. but you're going to see their names on every single yeah, bill. Childish Gambino. Uh, and you will. You know? And it's the same people over and over and over again. And I get it. You're doing the festival circuit and a lot of these pe- uh, festivals are put on by the same people, but... The fact is, is festivals used to feel more, I guess, exclusive. Like unique like to like, like, like yes. go to this festival or that festival. But now they're all like becoming the same. Right. Even Boston Calling this yeah. year, I was really let down. Yeah, we have been too. the past two years. And we yeah. went from a lineup that featured everybody from like Queens of the Stone the Age. Killers. To the yeah. Killers and Shaky Knees in Atlanta used to be the exact same way. It used to be fantastic the year I went right. and covered it. It had everyone in a good way and it was unique i mean it had everyone from florence in the machine and huey lewis in the news all the way to deftones and ghosts that's great it was amazing i will still say that i feel that shaky knees has i guess one of the better but i'm not saying that it's yeah it's not yeah exactly it's to be yeah it's not to the level of woodstock or coachella by far but at the same time it's it's starting to fit more into the Lollapalooza area if that makes sense still in that gray area for me lala still gets a pass because they get a decent amount but i've had some good lineups yeah they have i'd I'd rather go to something like riot fest or sonic temple like go to redding yeah redding Redding over in the over in the uk spectrum Mm -hmm. went to that last year oh my gosh i'm so jealous of mark getting to go to that (laughs) me too yeah ridiculous also we just for those of you listening in international or outside of the u.s we are aware that european festivals blow the united states festivals out of the water yes we know oh trust me i know there's uh, one all over the world that i would love to go to there's one in germany there's one in australia the german ones are oh yeah the german rock am ring and rock am park are enormous um hellfest in france is now four days because the first day they decided to tack on uh, Slipknot's Not Fest. Oh wow! So that's attached to that now. <laughs> yeah. So it's, that's going to be Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday is literally seven stages each day. And that's and in it, France. It's in France, Clisson, France. So they have it every year. I mean, it's a huge one. So South America's got a lot of big festivals yeah. too. Yes, yeah, South America. South of Mexico stepped it up too. So like everyone's yeah. getting something now. I mean, yeah. if it didn't cost so much to fly out there, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, same. Yeah, the flights, though. Oh, yeah, my, that's what oh my gosh, yes. And it's that's not what the tickets, me. necessarily. It's the flight. Right? Even if, like, they comped tickets and we were working, it would still be so hard to fly out there. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, like, just so I you're aware, <laughs> like, for Hellfest 2019, yeah, for Hellfest 2019, unless we, like, stow away in the luggage on a flight for nine hours. <laughs> I don't know if John would fit. I don't know that I would fit. <laughs> they have those long guitar boxes. That's no one will know. An extra long bass. I need an XL. Yeah, I need an yeah. extra long. What are those big basses? Like the stand-up yeah. bass? There yes. you go. That's exactly what it is. Just I'm like to cello. get an idea. If, yeah, they're a cello. Yes, yes. there you go. Um, I keep my cello and my tuba in the same box, so don't don't disturb it. Does that mean Crash? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crash pokes his head off. Can we please get some water? It's been seven hours. No. Do you want to get caught? Oxygen, please. Yeah. Do you want to see Kiss and Tool or not? <laughs> Kiss and Tool. They're on Hellfest. They're on Hellfest. Wow. Like, that's oh. literally the lineup. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Um, day two, Kiss, Def Leppard, Whitesnake, ZZ wow. Top. And day three, Tool, Leonard Skinner, Slash, Slayer, Lamb of God. Oh, they're going for an older demographic there. And they have a lot of newer stuff. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven stages. Wow. Some 41. Yeah. A lot um, of punk stuff, too. Like, uh, let me look. Gojira, Mass Hysteria. Let, let me look at the punk one. 
It looks like they got a pretty decent amount of diversity yeah. in there too. Enter Shikari. Yeah, they do a yeah. good job with that too, of keeping it on there. So they have actually have like a punk stage, a thrash stage, kind of like the whatever stage is like kind of a hodgepodge, the mm -hmm. dark metal, and then they have the two main stages. Wow. So, so uh, what you're saying is that you're about to surprise us with free tickets to this, or look under your seats, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing under here but the law tag. That's right. You get nothing. <laughs> You're not Oprah. I'm, I'm the anti-Oprah. You're not going to Hellfest. You're not going to Hellfest. And then you give us a lecture about why we need to work and do it ourselves. And exactly. about how rewarding that would be. Yeah. You know what a good inspirational story is? Waking up early to get a second job. <laughs> Looking at the festivals, I think we both have the same kind of opinions. Coachella is a status. It's an event. It is, it is an experience, but it's all about being seen there woodstock yeah. is capitalizing on that hard and it hurts because that's something say what you want about woodstock 99 and it, it ending up a disaster going into woodstock 99 you could tell it was all about the music yeah oh yeah it was still about the music it yeah. was definitely still about like bands and artists and like more of like the musical experience that it was because we hadn't seen the shift in society yet over to obviously things like social media yeah, devices. They have to yeah, cater to the younger people. Right, which they did. Sucks. Yeah, right. pretty much. And they are, and they're doing, and they're, they're. I can't argue the success. I mean, look at Coachella now. It got mentioned in Avengers, you know, or oh, at Black yeah. Panther, you know. So yeah. it's there. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna I be just, seeing the new Avengers movie, Luke. Heck yeah. Not until, not opening weekend. I'm going to wait till, um, I'm going to Welcome to Rockville, which is another huge festival run by oh, DWP. Yes. The same people at Sonic Temple. The right. day before um, I'll be in Florida though, Gretchen and I are going to see it there. Nice. So we have to go six days without getting on social media to avoid spoilers. Oh yeah. Ooh. But we're going to do it somehow. Somehow, oh. some way. Are you guys going to do it? Uh, we kind of have an unpopular opinion when it comes to that and i will let okay. hannah start hannah why oh, do you mean, hate the avengers it's not <laughs> <laughs> kidding do not at hannah on that and this say that no a, bad it's not even like an opinion i've ever been vocal about i just have never really been into like the superhero type movies or anything and that's just okay. me but like i know john i thought was definitely more into it than i was he is but like still not to, not not to the extent of i'm i'm at the point now where I walk into the MCU metaphorically and I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. I don't There's know what so I have movies. to see. <laughs> All, to see. I, I don't know what I can't, I can skip or whatever. I don't you know You had to at least have seen two movies before you see the previous two movies before you see this one. And there's up to 20 something right now. Yeah, All I know in sequential I know order. It's just I, yeah. too much for me to get into right now. Yeah, that's a lot. What I've told yeah. Hannah before is I want there to be a definite uh closure to this right. chapter of the marvel cinematic universe and then and only then will i continue to devote pouring some time into it because i don't know how much i'm gonna have to invest at this point if i need to go <laughs> see all these movies rent all these movies buy these movies i've seen let me see i've seen the original avengers i've okay. seen the three iron mans i've seen uh the first incredible hulk i don't know if that's actually a part of this wave of movies though um, Is that, if it's the one with I, that right happened right after Iron Man, yes, yes, that one. I've seen, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen Doctor Strange randomly. I've seen the first two Thor movies, and I think that is everything see that right there has already got me confused <laughs> right yeah i, I mean and that's a lot that's not like a small amount of films too and each film yeah. is long yeah these are not all 90 minute films over two hours all over yeah. for, for the most part and see i'm excited to see it because i think from what i understand this is at least an end for most of right. the ongoing stories they might open ups like leave some things open-ended because they are going to have black panther 2 and yeah. spider-man far from home but at the same time this should be a pretty decent end for a lot of it. I did really like Spider-Man Homecoming. I did see I did that too. one. Yeah, I'm a huge... Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, so I will generally watch any Spider-Man uh, Spider film. But let me just say, this isn't in... I guess it's not... I, I know it's not in the same universe, but the animated film Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was absolutely fantastic. I right. loved that movie. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I that's such a hard sell when you describe what it is. But yeah. then once you see it, it's one of your favorite films to oh, ever yeah. see. 
I mean, yeah. and I mean that too, not even comic book fans would yeah. be like, wow, that was a lot of fun. Like that was so well done. And See, I, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say that I love the original Sam Raimi directed trilogy of Spider-Man movies, specifically the first two. We don't talk about the third one as much. But, you didn't um, like him tap dancing on the piano for 10 minutes? You know, as much as I want to see emo Spider-Man every day of my life and my nightmares, you know, I, I just avoided that one for the longest time now. But the first two are fantastic. I love yeah. those. I think you even saw... Um, you even saw the other Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, right? Oh, the amazing right? Spider-Man. Yeah, the ama yeah. I kind of like those, you yeah. know? Yeah. I, I, maybe I just love Spider-Man. I don't know. See, that's not a bad one to love, though, for the movie's franchise itself. X-Men is my favorite comic ever. Ah, you know, I do like the X-Men films. I yeah. loved Logan. I love that they yes. finally put things to an R-rated place where we can mm -hmm. say, you know what? We saw that Deadpool made some money. It was R-rated. It had a great run. And it can work. Now we're yeah. gonna do we're gonna do Logan like that, and Logan was fantastic. I love that they got gritty with it. Not that the X Men had never been gritty, but you know what I mean. They had never. But there that was, was a lot of things yeah. They, they really took Logan serious. It was. Yes. It didn't feel like a pulpy comic book superhero thing. It felt more about the character Logan. There were actual stakes too. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. what hurts is because for every one fantastic x-men film there's two terrible ones yeah i it just kind of got lost in all of the days yeah. of future past and all of mm. the, the the subsequent sequels there's one coming out this year this year in I, june dark yeah. phoenix yeah dark phoenix and it doesn't and even have x-men in the title it's just the x is like yeah the x logo. exactly and from like that will be the end of that um sequence of those four movies also and then they're going to start over again because fox or marvel owns the rights again for movie rights for x-men and fantastic four are they really planning on doing uh restarting x-men yes Oh my god. god. After after this film, it won't be for many years, but yes, 100%. Hell yeah. Is anybody ever going to make a decent Fantastic 4 movie? I don't think they can. I think that should be like a Netflix special like they did with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah, make it into a show or something. Yeah. And There's four characters that need to be introduced and have different identities. Don't cram it into like this weird awful film that you can't yeah. make it work. Yeah, but if you give it to Netflix, they're just going to cancel it after two seasons. Uh, it still hurts about Daredevil. That still yeah, I really like my that heart. One. I did yeah. like that. I liked Jessica Jones too. Has that one yeah. officially been canceled or no? Yes, it has. Oh boy. Yeah. All, all of all of them. Them, all of them have. So yeah. yeah. So why even bother getting into it, right? <laughs> I know because well, they're saying it's going to go to Disney's new streaming service or Hulu. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind if it went to Hulu because I know that they have an agreement with Disney and we use yeah. Hulu. We yeah. use Hulu more than Netflix. Yeah, this the, yeah, exactly. The only sucky thing is it won't be at least until 2021 where we can see something because of contract rights saying, hey, you can't buy this and make new stuff until so-and-so time. So basically, we're going to have a long pause in between seasons, if anything. Correct. Guaranteed. Uh, see, that's unfortunate. Weird. I think it the is. streaming wars are really interesting because we live in a time where traditional TV has pretty much died out for the most part. I mean, yes, there's still shows that have their audience and everything, but... It's way more spread out because we have so many options of where we could stream now. And yeah. there's so many yeah. people who want to have a, a percentage of the market to actually have people. And they go after specific fans. Like there's anime streaming services. There's Hulu. Yeah. There's Netflix. There's Voodoo, Walmart streaming service that I've never actually used before. I don't know why that popped in my head. But there's a <laughs> lot of different ones out there. And we've got we've got Amazon Prime Video that because we use it because we do a decent amount of things like through Amazon, like buying on there and it comes with it anyways. We got Hulu and we got Netflix, but I think we use Netflix probably the least out of the three. Right. Yeah, right. now that all the shows are like on Hulu now. And Prime has a decent amount. Yeah, Prime they just add a ton more good Prime stuff is still Prime. making their own stuff too, like Netflix does, and that's yeah. the also a huge thing. Yeah. And so, Hulu's got some of their own good original series as well. Yeah. They do, and also Hulu pops their TV shows and other series stuff the day after it airs yes which oh, is yeah, fantastic because like there are a couple of shows that we'll get into and we'll be like you know we want the current episode for this and i don't want to be that guy that has to hunt around online to try to find yeah. some rip right. of this somewhere with uh, you know asian subtitles on top or something <laughs> you know yeah. I, I would rather have the legit thing and if a streaming service can provide you know a, a lot of new things and also a lot of back catalog for other shows um, but the the trouble is, is getting all the networks on board to yeah. do that because exactly. they can make money, more money like CBS is doing CBS all access. CBS all access. And now that Disney's doing their own thing, all the Disney stuff, probably oh, yeah. that'll include eventually ABC 
and yeah. everything else too that's going to go over to disney's side and disney's smart for doing that they could put all their animated shows the disney I channel specials all yeah. that on one place people will pay for that and that's a good idea it's a good yeah idea. If I'm it's, looking forward to unless what it's, they're doing. Unless it's like $30 a month or something. Yeah, it'll just <laughs> It is Disney, so, yeah. you know, that's yeah. not too far-fetched. However, like, think back when we were growing up. What was a big part of our childhood? Sitting in front of the TV and flicking through channels. Yes. Yep. To yep. find something. Anything. anything if we didn't if we didn't find anything, we started over the cycle or we watched the or we watched the TV Guide channel. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, the TV Guide channel. You know the TV guy channel was actually kind of cool back in the day i'm gonna sound really lame for saying that but they used to play there was a period in like between like 2004 and 2006 or 7 where they used to play like music videos a yep. few hours of each day so i remember that yeah i would i would gravitate towards the tv guy channel occasionally <laughs> mm -hmm. see my dad was like such a fast channel flicker that you didn't even have a chance to see it. like if it was the commercial break for all the channels you didn't have a chance yeah 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 so and like you look at this now it's like Oh yeah, I used to wait around to watch something I wanted to see. I know. Yeah, with like, commercials. And that's not on till eight o'clock tonight. What? Well, I have to. I wait? guess I'll just watch these other two shows until that comes on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't even like them, but I'll sit here. <laughs> and that's how they got audiences, that's and true. they had tons of money because the advertisers had ads that they were putting in front of your uh -huh. eyes that you didn't even want to see. Nonstop, too, always, and that kind of is the same way with like ra how radios trans like is falling apart especially am and fm because now it's streaming services for music why are you going to wait even if you don't want to pay for spotify even if you don't want to pay for amazon music you can just go on youtube yeah that's true yeah you could you just listen to any song you want yeah 99 percent of anything i've ever wanted was on youtube right so what's the point of waiting you don't have to like hope that just maybe radio might play it and you're just in the right spot to hit the record button you know isn't it interesting, though, that some bands still rely so heavily on the radio? I mean, you've got they your do. series, Billboard uh, Gets Rocked, and you know, you follow those charts, and you see a band like Three Days Grace, who quite literally made themselves on the back of the radio. They've had countless number ones on that chart, but it's not like they're super well-known mainstream band that are just considered extremely successful. They are. Yeah. But it's like the radio that builds bands like that and continues to love them and play them. See their Five Finger Death Punch. Breaking and, Benjamin, yes, Disturbed. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, the list could go on. Yeah. And Three Days Grace also has the most number one mainstream rock songs ever. Yeah, I've, I, yeah. I, I knew that. And I heard you say that in your most recent episode. And yeah. I, I think that's really interesting, especially the fact that they've continued that streak with Matt Walsh on vocals instead of Adam. Yeah. I think that's very interesting, too, because that is that was a big dynamic change. Yeah. Those two, Adam Gantier, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, I never get it right. Yeah. His voice is unique. Yeah, it is. It is. I, and, I, yeah. I noticed a change in Matt's voice when he came to Three Days Grace from My Darkest Days. Yeah. I think there was a bit of an evolution as he tried to fit more into the Three Days Grace sound. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think he's fit pretty decently and he's gotten better at doing it. But I do still, too. It's, it still hits harder when I hear the Adam tracks, if I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah. Like even like the late, like the 2012 stuff right before yeah. Adam left was still strong, like with his delivery, you know? Yeah. Chalk Outline's a fantastic song. Yeah. I loved Chalk Outline. That was like one of the stuff that like really got me back into them. And yeah. then he left but that's a different story i mean i just wish i think now even with sirius xm they do a better job of playing because they have more time they don't have to rely on ads they can play more music mm -hmm. and they do a much better job because they have so many different channels but at the right. same time radio still dominates so much attention for specific bands when we go to sonic temple and we're if like we're in the media area you're gonna see like tons of radio station outlets sitting at different tables waiting to interview bands yeah. and they will get them and then the radio stations will just post the interviews on YouTube. They won't even air them live. And like very few, if anyone will actually listen, you can now go that, on all these that, radio stations and get like, they'll have like a hundred views at best. Yeah. That, yeah that's, that's it's actually really interesting that they still have that much influence and power to actually nab these bands, knowing that, you know, you see the results consistently, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I even saw that I interviewed a band called, I don't know how, but they found me last fall. 
and not to like toot my own horn, but I've seen other radio stations and stuff interview them. And there's, like you said, barely any views on Anything, those videos. barely. Yeah, and like rock sound and all yeah. their videos don't get a ton of views. Right. right. And that's crazy. what's crazy to me too, is because you look at these and you think, okay, well, radio, if they're playing it live on the air, the I at least get it because yeah. that's a live audience. Like you don't like to be in the moment as it's going on. But I'd say well over 95% don't do that anymore. They record right. them, they edit them, and they just put it on the own radio station's YouTube channel. And yeah. that's it. They just leave it on there and just hope someone might click on it. Right. And you know that they're doing that because uh, a lot of times I'll click on something. I don't know why, like 93X is popping in my head, but like say a random radio station like that, alternative station or something, yeah. posts up the interview and it's not censored or anything. So you know that they're probably not airing uh, a version of this because it's normally a lot of times with these bands a very explicit interview because the band members are cursing and stuff and like you said you know i've had sirius xm before and i've never heard them like air one of those interviews and i've never even heard one on my local rock or alternative stations yeah but they, they do interviews though they're on their youtube channel yeah, yeah that sounds about right um I hate i hate to break up the flow of this but ronnie radke has responded to two of your tweets oh boy <laughs> Should we go look? It's worth pointing out because one person came into your defense and then one was a direct reply retweet for you. They're the top tweets and replies on his on his channel. Yeah. Oh, okay, three. Never mind. There are people defending you now. So the top three tweets on his channel. Um he keeps keeps going. He's just going off. Yes. So uh, starting at 12 minutes, um, Ronnie Radke, 12 minutes ago, Ronnie Radke said, for clicks, you crap on everything. Legends like Papa Roach as well. Legends. It, legends you like, know <laughs> i'm gonna skim past that there's a difference between being biased and just oh my goodness you are trash and will get punched oh my gosh this guy really does not like you sir what why this you can't okay whether you like falling in reverse or not john is not the only critic to ever say something negative about this band Oh my yeah. god! I, I I will take care of this after we get off this podcast. But my goodness, he's going off right. I guarantee this is one of those things where he's going to delete all of these tweets. So we best get our screenshots yeah, in now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it's seven minutes ago. Um, someone came to your defense. I don't know, man. Threatening, um, pardon, promising to punch someone over not liking your song seems way yeah yes. okay way more punk bitch than some Literally, dude expressing. Literally, he a keeps going. Chill, man. And, he, and Chloe Elise, cutesy unicorn on Twitter, said, chill, man. Or punk rock. Okay, wait a second. That's not he punk rock. He, he thinks he's calling him. He's, he thinks he's punk rock. Clearly something that has been lost in translation with all self-righteous internet Buddhas with zero musicianship, but PhDs in music next. Next. Ooh. But he continues on into the next. <laughs> wow, that was a weird lecture in less than 144 characters but still but that was that was really all over the place just like drugs get it on <laughs> itunes <laughs> and the final one that happened two minutes ago um someone posted why are you threatening him if it's his opinion everyone is entitled to their opinion is this really the example you were setting up for your fans and for Paige? oh boy bringing oh. his girlfriend into it now ignore oh. the haters you are already winning by being successful and with the best female wrestler of all time he's dating and Paige backstage no Oh, <laughs> Paige the wrestler, not Paige backstage. Oh, okay. From okay. WWE. Um, no, that's what I meant. I, I, doesn't she go by Paige backstage? I no. saw the movie Fighting with My Friends. Oh, Fighting, Fighting with My with Family. My family. Yeah, <laughs> same. Yeah, okay. Her. That's yeah. That's her. We're on the um, same page. Sorry. Yeah. I, that's there the you go. Backstage interviews that I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. It's not an opinion anymore. Any when it's personal. How, he. <laughs> on everything i put out doesn't matter if no one sees it or if it's rolling stone i'll still still speak my mind sometimes, sometimes people, people need to get punched makes them realize it's not the internet anymore oh, but you're look, saying we, this we, on the internet we've got a new tweet from ronnie 12 seconds ago okay uh breaking news everyone oh man <laughs> is that what this is this is what turning into that? also in the news team uh, star over please, here please read what just happened with your boy nick and who is a who is a Ronnie Radke following River fan? Please go yeah. ahead, sir. Okay, so the original tweet said he's trying to justify being a fucking dickhead. Sure, maybe he doesn't really like this song, but the way he went about announcing the video, you mean tweeting it out, 
was immature and he wanted to rise. I tweet out every single one of my it's videos that I've ever. That yeah, that you That's... literally knew he would notice it. A clickbait yeah. YouTuber just looking for attention by shitting on people and their art. Fuck him. <laughs> And it's good it, to know that rumor's going around again that you literally shit on anything you review. I've given out so many. <laughs> You're not even a roast this, channel. This year, I've given like so many positive fours. reviews. Yeah. So many fours. Hey. I rate on hey. a scale of five. And John, this is... um, this is something in the same realm. You liked that Bad Flower album, didn't you? Yeah, I loved it. Oh, I gave yeah. it no, you didn't. You crap on everything, John, from ARTV. <laughs> oh, I see. I see what game yeah. we're playing here. <laughs> so I'm looking at my playlist of albums I love just from this year alone. Uh, that would fit in the realm of this conversation with rock-related stuff. I've given Fever 333, Bad Flower, Foles, Vampire Weekend, a throwback review, Wallows, American Football, Law Dispute, and Pup, super positive reviews. And I've cut back on the amount of albums that I've reviewed this year, so that's already a large selection right there. But you didn't like this song. Right, and so that's that means why I you're hate about... everything. That means I hate everything. Okay, I just want to point the... <laughs> I just want to point this out. Again, I'm indifferent to this song. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It just kind of exists for me. However, it's not worth physical violence. Right. You're, and it, it, it's something that he's doubling down on, too. Yes, he's doubling yeah. down on the fact that I will get punched in the mouth. Okay. John and Hannah, I, know, I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask this anyway just to prove a point. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been threatened by random YouTube watchers who disagreed with your opinion? Sure. Not Roddy Radke, but just like random people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Have you been able to live your life and fear and just move on from it? Uh, every single day. <laughs> without, <laughs> you, exactly. without another thought about it. Did you have to respond feverishly to every second of what he says? Or his that with the troll or the person that disagrees with you says? No, generally, if it's something extreme like that, then I'm just going to hit hide user from channel and move right. on with my life. Mute, block, whatever. <laughs> mute, whatever you need to do. If it's on Twitter, it mute. Doesn't... It doesn't matter. Like, pass me on by or pass on by. Because here's the thing. It, 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 you're not going to convince me of your point of view by threatening me with physical violence. And clearly, you haven't been convinced of my point of view with what I said in my video. It's not like it was even like a tweet saying like, oh, this song fucking sucks. I hate Ronnie Radke. It was a <laughs> six minute video talking about my opinions on the song. Right. It, got, it went from zero to volcano real quick. Yeah. Speaking of volcano, there's another two tweets. Um, oh, dear God. He's erupting right now. <laughs> he, he, he's a volcano of rage. Oh, God. One minute ago, he's talking about all YouTubers now. Should uh, we start doing reaction videos to reaction videos to take the back the power from uneducated people that use the internet? You're giving power, to, dude. You're getting. You're, you're, you're putting all of the power in me. I could literally make another video right now and just cash in on this and profit off of you, you like you giving me the attention right now if I wanted to. Yeah, that's the power you're putting in my hands. You could have not said a single thing, but instead we've already gotten like eight tweets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's posting this out to his Twitter following of over 407,000. Right, right. I'm just going to leave him a nice little link to my full playlist of albums <laughs> I love. Yeah, play, play some Fever 333 and Bad Flower. You know what? Yeah. There you go. And again, if you like Falling Universe, like it. Yeah, That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Move on. I never said you're a, you're a bad person if you like them. You should not <laughs> like them. I've never in my life said that. I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever said that either. It's like, have you, like oh my gosh. I, yeah. I can't even think. I can't even think of an example. Oh my gosh! You like Buck Cherry? You need to get <laughs> out of my house. Like, uh, oh, what? No, that's not how it works. Ugh. Anyway, I'm sorry for the news update, but I just yeah. when I click back from the Coachella lineup to Twitter, and it was like three new tweets. Like, okay, let's move on. Finally, Ooh. um, yeah. So everything's. Let's just breathe a little bit. I know we don't have a ton of time left. However, there are so many cool things coming up. I know we talked about Sonic Temple. We're, super, we're all super excited to see that. I know, like, because I asked uh, Crash and Mark on the last podcast episode, who are you guys excited to see most at Sonic Temple if you had to choose? Like, it doesn't have to be just one, but if, like, there's the name specifically, who are you excited to see? I got to pick one person? No, you can pick any, oh, as many oh. as you want. That's what I'm okay. saying. It doesn't have to okay. be. Anyone. Okay. Um, for Sonic Temple, God, there's a lot that I'm excited about. But, yeah. Um, God, I would say Architects. I mm -hmm. would say um, System of a Down. 
right. Foo Fighters. Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, the Struts are going to be there. Scars yep. on Broadway. Jeez, uh, there's actually a, whoever we can see. We're right, trying to see as, mo- the, as much as we can, really. Did we say Bring Me the Horizon? You yeah, said I did. That? Yeah. Okay. Um, God, it's uh, it's one of those things where I saw the lineup, and I think I'd even talked to you guys, and I was like, you know, if there's a festival I want to go to this year. Yep. You know, it would be Sonic Temple. And then, you know, stroke of fate, uh, I was contacted by the company that puts on the festival. Danny Wimmer presents um, Ghost, another one. I don't know if I said that. Um, Chevelle are going to be there. And I think they're a really, really consistent and talented band. It's a lot of smaller bands, too, that I think we're going to try and catch, like Basement. Um, um, who else? Yeah, Basement. Boston Manor are going to be there. Yes. Uh, that's what I want to see also. Yes. Movement. You want to see issues, I'm Teenage sure. Teenage Uh Fever 333. The list they put on the on most on amazing here. live show. That That's Bad the Flower. one that's going to blow you away. Oh, Bad Flower are going to be there? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm seeing, yeah there's a I'm lot. See Bad Flower. <laughs> One like one's a cool like some cool ones the interrupters which are like a fun not yeah. punk but like they're a lot of fun to see yeah we saw them um, on Warped Tour last year yeah. yeah okay there you go and then Amigo the Devil is like a comedy folk act he's just one guy <laughs> but he is hilarious nice yeah so that's also like one name I want to point out so there's a lot of cool stuff coming up with that um, I know Mark Spectrum Pulse and Crash the rock critic who's also going to be there we're also yeah. doing the rock coliseum band versus band on sunday nights yes yeah that's gonna be most likely ridiculous but awesome but awesome it's gonna be pretty funny i think it's got i already we already had some of the suggestions like when we posted the advertisement for sunday like people already given like really good suggestions both good and bad so like we'll we'll set up the ground rules but i think it's gonna be really good yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting spin on the Rock Coliseum format that kind of breaks the mold for a little bit. Not to say that we can never return to the other yeah. format that we've done, but this is just something to kind of shake it up a little bit. And exactly. it also, I think, flexes our creativity if we ever were to do a con or something like that where right. you know, we're, we're doing something live. This gives us more practice for a little uh, something that's a little bit out of our element. Yeah, exactly. So one final thing, and I know this is kind of more... Um, personal for us, but it does affect other people, especially some of our friends. How many current uh, YouTube claims do both of you guys have right now? Can't count. Cannot count. <laughs> Cannot. I mean, I could. That's about I, right. I could count, but uh, okay, in the video manager, I mean, like, how many things do they show on each page? Multiply that by like four or five pages worth per channel, and I have two channels, so that's like 10 pages worth. I don't know if there's like 10 or 20 results on each page. Yes. Um, but yeah. it, it's that multiplied by that amount of pages. It's absolutely ridiculous. Knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. I haven't had mine come back rejected yet. All of my disputes that I've filed. And I'm Either. so sorry. I feel terrible. The fact that you have yeah. had that. And I've had all rejection. I found out myself and Jared Dines had like all UMG ones were mass rejected. Meaning oh. They do have a system where they can just take all the disputed claims like I had when they made those false claims two weeks ago. Right. Anything from UMG, they can just go deny and mass deny everything. And the reason I know that because I got every single like um, email notification of my claim being rejected or my dispute being rejected in less than 90 seconds. Wow. Yep. It's it's just a matter of like it processes. They, they hit one button and yeah. it goes through the entire so list. It's so frustrating. You're yep. waiting yeah. so long too just for them to do that. And like, that's why I'm so okay. scared right now because it's been about a week since that happened to you at the time of recording this podcast. And yeah. I'm still over here. I haven't gotten the neither yeah, of us. Yeah, I have yet to hear back from any of mine. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know what's gonna happen. We haven't we haven't heard back on any of Why ours. am I the lucky one that gets all the like the, the shame <laughs> right. instantly? Yeah. Right. What? That's what I'm wondering. Why you, especially you, because you know, more often than not, a lot of what you're playing is for a review that you've been sent in advance copy of from right. a label. Yeah. So. Some of the most, that's some of the most frustrating ones too because like one of them, the best example of this, last year's album review for Ghost, Raquel. Yes. Yeah, I gave that, a perfect score. Yeah, you they praised sent, the hell out of that album. They yeah. sent me the music to review for the video in yeah. advance but you and claim strike or not a strike yeah. but a claim claim, yeah. yeah. They tried to block it worldwide. Of course they did. Of course they did because that's a WMG yeah. one, isn't it? That's a, no, that's a, um, that's a UMG. Oh, they tried to block it worldwide. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. It, right. And that's what I don't get either. So 
I yeah, also, the other the one that blows my mind too, like this was like the Autobot. Like these are all bots that claim them, yeah. but they, yeah. but UMG just mass denied it, was top 10 best albums of 2017. The albums that you literally promoted and praised for. And yeah. obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm sure most people listening to this know what fair use is, but everything that we do on our channels is protected under fair use. It's not like we're, uh, like reacting to like, you know, full albums, full albums yeah. or full songs that I understand a little bit more because it's hard to define exactly, you know, because when it comes to fair use, you're looking at the amount used and the portion used and right. what it was done for. And in our case, especially, I know how you structure your reviews in particular, you play a small clip of a song and then you come in and give your thoughts on that song. It's literally done to give the viewer context, to educate them on what you're about yeah. to criticize or review. All, all elements and factors of fair use that are protected. Yeah. It's like, about, go ahead, Hannah. No, I was just gonna say, there's like a serious loophole too, because when they claim these videos, they're asking for all of the money made from right. the content, not just the little snippet that they are saying 100%. that they own. They want the whole video's worth, which is not theirs. Right, yeah. it's 90 percent of the video is you talking. Yeah. And, and YouTube does not interfere until no. it goes to a third dispute, which decides either a strike, channel yeah. deletion, or... Right, and that's, that's yeah. absolutely mental that it goes to that level. I got, you know, you know that process that I went through with mm -hmm. one of my top tens recently, where I intentionally escalate, escalated it to that level so that I could take the strike on the channel just to prove a point that I knew they're not going to take me to court over something that they know they would lose. They yeah. have nothing to take me to court, no basis on. So I took the copyright strike, and what do you know? The video got restored three weeks later. Yeah, pretty much. And at the same time, that's what I'm at right now, because I have two claims, like counterclaims. Yeah. So it's in the second step right now. One is on the video for who had the best voice in grunge. Yes, that was a big video for you. It, is, it still is. It's like one of my top 10 for sure. Yeah. And they tried to claim all of it for literally an isolated vocal clip of Chris Cornell. Isn't that the frustrating part too? It's like, if you're gonna hit my video, you might as well hit every single song in here. And every, pretty much most of the ones that I got, you know, uh, my series seven on Sunday, every, almost every single time, they would just claim one little clip, even yep. though I did play like little Several small, songs, like seven yeah. songs, you know, right. like little clips, like 15 second clips of those songs. They would hit it for one thing each time and there the entire video's monetization goes. It's so maddening. And I don't get how they, and of course they're not going to try to fight that because look at how much money they're raking yeah. in that even if they let it go after 29 days, they still made 29 days more worth of profit from doing right. literally nothing. Nothing. Right, exactly. What, yeah. I, what I don't get is like the blocking worldwide thing. Like, what, what does, does that, that do for, for anyone? No one gets anything. No they're one gets a cent then. It's not even a strike. They're Especially just... when it's like an older video. I have had, we both had some older videos like block Locked. worldwide. I'm like, okay, this is like five years old. So, like, why do you even bother? Right. It's, it's, exactly. it's, a, it's the bot. It's, <laughs> it's literally know, a it's bot. It's crazy. Out of control. It's the crazy out of control bot I, I that just, is claiming everything, that is doing everything. Everything I wish like YouTube that. would do something about it, but they're clearly yeah. not uh, concerned. <laughs> I, my idea was like, okay, when uploading, you can actually have a feature to mark it as fair use beforehand. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And like, even if you have to be a verified channel or you have to yeah, have a certain amount of subscribers before then, that would yeah. still save so much headache for YouTube, right. for the yeah. users, and for the labels. You know, if YouTube like can ha go to the trouble of having somebody for a manual review for not advertiser friendly or whatever, can we not have something set in place since like, we already have a staff of people dedicated to that to right. going through these videos where if our channel is somehow marked is like yeah. uh, approved for fair use. We should use. get like a badge yeah. or something yeah. if like all our right. content is protected under that. That would be so much easier. Right. I agree. And even if it's a high threshold, even if it is 100,000 subscribers, right. 50,000 subscribers, at that point, YouTube's already aware of you. Right, they should yeah, be. Yeah, well, then I mean, they trust. They should trust us. They right? sent yeah. me two blacks. They should know me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So they actually have your address, right, so they, they can do. actually look at your channel and go, "Okay, this is a verified fair use person." And you can put right. the clause on there too. If you start uploading videos later when you mark them as fair use and there aren't, then you're in trouble. You lose right. this badge. You can yeah. lose this badge. Yeah, yeah, I, that I, makes so much more sense. And like, that's the, and from a programming issue, that's not any harder than anything else they've made for YouTube literally. changes and that awful dashboard they have now. Oh, oh my god. god. Yeah, yeah, and we're not using I it yet. 
I haven't either. I keep going. I have to keep going back to the classic, and it keeps asking yeah. why. Why? I don't like this. <laughs> because it sucks. <laughs> because it's so bad. Like for everyone that doesn't upload videos to YouTube, they've changed the format of like pretty much the layout, the user interface of how you upload. Look at your dashboard. It's terrible now. And now they throw so many numbers at you and stuff. It's like, it's basically, honestly, it's another way to give you anxiety and make you feel like you're not doing things right, <laughs> right. with your channel. And it's like, well, they watched 8% uh, less of the video uh, than they yeah. did at the same time when I uploaded last week. What do like, I do I with this data? Analytics right up this front. is more data than I would ever need. Right, exactly. And I'm looking at it's like, yeah, I'll bet the video that last week I posted doesn't like have as much watch time. Last week's video was 20 minutes and this week three exactly yeah. <laughs> so obviously the watch time's down yeah no you need to, youtube says i need to step it up somehow okay even though, youtube even though this is a five minute video people should have been watching it four times <laughs> they should have been taught like going all the way back and putting it on a loop. yes Just leave it on a loop for like an hour and then you're doing the right thing if you get people to watch the video that many times then you're doing all right at least five ad breaks in that five minute video too <laughs> at least oh, man. <laughs> uh. All right, I think we've complained enough. Thank you guys so much. I'm really excited yeah. to finally hook, like, meet up with everyone at Sonic Temple. Yes. It sounds yeah. weird to say, we're finally going to Ohio. But yeah, we're finally going to Ohio. I've this never is the been. place where we're all going to meet each other. Like, <laughs> yes. I and you, Luke, are the only one that yeah. we haven't met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For everyone that's aware, I've never met John and Hannah in person. I've met Mark several times. I've met Crash. I just, and John's met Crash and Mark, if I'm- Yeah, yes. we both so, met them too. Yeah, we've so never is, crossed paths. Like We're the only broken link. So now that's all going to be rectified <laughs> while I'm shooting people. I'm trying to interview. John and Hannah are probably going to be running around in media. Yeah. Every, Crash and Mark also. We're all going to be having a good time. Um, I'm hoping that John doesn't try to like not photobomb, video bomb some of my interviews <laughs> with Crash and Mark. So I, I try to make it the most obnoxious thing. <laughs> Even if I'm not trying. It's you can help it by not making stupid faces at the camera with Mark and Crash. <laughs> hey, I, I I tell you what, if you interview me at the festival, then I will <laughs> I, then I will not I promise to not video bomb at all. Okay. I'll interview at the festival. That'll be a really good one, but that could be like a compliment video. You do something really <laughs> stupid, I just start chasing after you. Hey, John, what do you think about what you just did there? <laughs> <laughs> and then Crash and Mark do commentary of us running around. Oh my God. John, Ronnie Radke just punched you in the face. How do you feel about that? Actually, your response would be, really? He did? I didn't even feel it. I didn't even feel it. I didn't even feel it. No, oh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, well, well, I think he's done responding. Um, he added like six minutes ago, too many people not defending themselves because they're afraid they'll get hit or attacked. Man up. Oh, my God. So, Man, okay, yeah. Grow Can't, up, more like that. He's 30. I just want to put it out there. He is 35 years old. I Googled <laughs> it before this podcast started. Well, all I can say is um, drugs is available now on iTunes and YouTube. So... Feel free to check it out and make your own opinion, but if you have a certain opinion, don't put it on YouTube. Is that yeah, fair? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And don't, well, don't, don't I think, tell him. I think the lesson here is don't threaten other people with physical violence. <laughs> if you disagree yeah. with them. He's yeah, a great role model. <laughs> if, hey, if I started singing to you guys and you didn't like it, I'm not going to threaten to punch you in the face. <laughs> I mean, it just depends on what we say. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, I'm pretty sure I can withhold my rage and then not rant. So, let's hope so. Yeah, let's hope. Thank you guys again. Um, Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, please, if you can, both um, address like what you have coming up on your channels, any videos that you have planned, anything specific that you're looking forward to that you can share with people that you have upcoming on both your channels. Because I'm going to link them both in the description in the YouTube description. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, so uh, I just released uh, a ranked episode. I do discography rankings for studio albums from bands and artists. I just did one on the Strokes, but I guess I can go ahead and announce that next month is going to be on the Foo Fighters. That's Ooh. a pretty big project. Uh, yeah. It's going to take a decent amount of listening time, a lot of investment there, but I decided to do that in preparation for seeing them at Sonic Temple, and awesome. it's going to be my first time seeing them. So I've got that to look forward to. I'm going to be doing a little bit of a different top 10 that's coming out. I rotate every two weeks. I do top 10s and ranks, and uh, two weeks from now, roughly, I'm dropping uh, my top 10 favorite Owl City songs, which is a little bit different, a little bit more in the electronic vein, but um, 
I wanted to put that out there just because it's kind of a similar falling in reverse situation. I haven't liked his recent output and everyone thinks I hate Owl City. So just <laughs> rectifying that. So those are two big projects. Uh, got other album reviews that I'm planning to do. I got ones that drop every single week uh, pretty much on my channel. Uh, can't uh, remember anything off the top of my head. So I'll turn it over to Hannah. Uh, yeah, I recently put out a video on uh, my current favorite songs at the moment, basically a music recommendation video. So that's my most recent upload. When this is up, uh, I will have a video coming out the following week. I'm not going to say what it is yet, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me right now. It's kind Fair of, uh, I haven't been uploading as much as I wanted to, but it's, it is what it is. She's kind of been taking it easy on the upload, kind of been going at her own pace. And I think you've been a lot happier. Oh, definitely. Yeah. See, that makes sense, too. You got to take breaks sometimes from Definitely. YouTube's madness. So okay. also, so everyone's aware, I have a special video on Coachella coming this weekend. It'll be between the Coachella weekends. Coachella is not for music fans. That's the title of it. Please check it out. Let me know what you think. It won't be a long video, but it'll be a pretty good think piece. I have uh, at least two album reviews coming out this month, along with uh, How Did I Miss This for some Patreon requests. And then May is Festival Month, which I'll be covering two Big festivals and will be sunburned to death, completely dehydrated, and very exhausted for the entire month of May. And hopefully we'll have a collab video coming out on a couple of our channels from uh, the final it, night at Sonic Temple. The plan is for all of us to be in the same hotel room and just talking about what we loved, what we hated, and every, every insane person we saw at Sonic Temple and the fans. Absolutely. There's going to be a lot of drunk and monster energy hopped up people in that crowd. Oh, I'm ready. And I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be great. So thank you guys again. And for everyone watching, stay tuned. Please subscribe to these channels. Again, you can check them out on YouTube's in the YouTube cards and in the description below. Thanks again. And don't be a big volcano of rage. It's not good for you.